It's never too late to live your dreams. I'm Pat Morgan, your host for Step Up to Your Best Life Now, the podcast for ambitious men and women who are ready to unleash your dreams and step up to live them. As a life coach, I've helped hundreds of people transform their lives, and I'll share with you the mindset, strategy, courage, and confidence for you to create your dream lifestyle, career, and relationships in a way that is energizing, fun, and a fit for your values and purpose. You'll hear from inspiring guests who are living their dreams and how they're doing it. Hello, on today's episode, we are talking with a fitness professional who's been helping people, kids and adults, um, athletes, people from all different walks of life to achieve their fitness, lifestyle and sports performance goals for over 35 years, I think. He'll tell you more about that for a long, long time. He knows what he's doing. Um, I'm so excited to be here with Master Al Agon. He is a martial arts black belt and um, the founder and owner of Perfect Balance um, Fitness Company that um, is located in Miami, Florida. And he is really an expert in his field. And what I especially appreciate about Al is that his work is focused not just on helping people get fit, but he incorporates both the Eastern and Western philosophies of mind, body, and spirit, treating his clients like the whole person that they are to be able to reach their goals, to live their best life. And that's what this show is all about, is stepping up to live your best life. So welcome, Al. Great to be here with you. Thank you so much for inviting me. But basically, I don't have to even speak. You, the way that you eloquently said it, <laughs> you don't have to say a thing. Uh, well, there's lots more to your story. I mean, you weren't just, you didn't come out of the womb as a fitness pro owning your own company. Um, but you have a really interesting story about this philosophy philosophy that you've developed over the years that when we spoke before, I really just kept hearing it echoing throughout our conversation. And that was how you learned from an early age to turn negatives into positives. And I think that's just so basic to really living your best life and such a strong foundation to build from both for your own life and in working with your clients. So tell me a little bit about how did you get into this business? I mean, it's one thing to work out and, you know, like I've been going to gyms for years. I've been living a healthy lifestyle, but I never took the step to become a professional. How did you do that? Well, what was really funny is the fact that um, it was actually individuals. It was two individuals that came forward and sort of pushed me and forced me into it. And uh, one, uh, individual was uh, asked me for about three weeks and uh, I was not in the mood to it would deal with people help people at that time I was going through a divorce and uh, I was just trying to as you know be well and just trying to figure out what my next move is and he was persistent and like I said he uh, basically I kept on saying no and I think that attracted him more the fact that I was not asking for his business I wasn't interested and so he took an envelope. Uh, he was a developer, uh, put a thousand dollars in the envelope and said, look, I trust you for you to charge me. Um, uh, I have, have you committed for you to charge me as you think it's, it's correct. 
and we'll start the training. And he actually pushed me and said, what day are you available? And that's how I started. And then um, one of those freaky things, uh, we were doing it right outside my, my dad's import-export store uh, in Miracle Mile, on Miracle Mile, and we were doing the parking lot. So I remember it was very, very hot summer, and it was pouring sweat. I was not in the mood. So all of a sudden, I, I go out there and start training uh, this individual, and about three weeks later, I start seeing two or three people more come in. And then meanwhile, I'm wondering, I, I, am I doing something illegal? But bottom line, in about a couple months, Maybe it's been nine months. I had about 50 people out there. Wow. So you weren't even planning to start a business. You had someone who insisted on working with you, who saw your potential, who knew you were the one that could help him and um, enticed you <laughs> to come well, in you know, the hot sun and start fitness classes outdoors. Wow. And, I, and I'm sure you've heard this from many people, but when, when you said right now he saw potential, I, I saw nothing in myself. I just looked at it as, he's crazy. What is he talking about? Because, you know, we came from very, and that's different than cultures, uh, in, in a very humble culture, even though, uh, you know, for example, I, I didn't give myself the, the term master. It was given to me and by an attorney, not even by my teacher. And what happened was that uh, this individual, uh, I guess, saw something that could help him on, you know, but I didn't see I had no idea what it So again, the higher being, whoever your God is, was really opening the door for that next level. Because from that point on, it just kept on growing. And the 50 people didn't help out. I couldn't, they just kept on going. Wow. So before then, um, you had gotten into sports and martial arts as a child, or as a young man, I guess. Um, so talk a little bit about that, um, because you were a child who, from what we've talked about, you know, had some personal issues as far as your physical appearance and self-esteem and those kind of things. Without uh, a doubt. Everyone's dealing with that. But I, I know for kids that don't have some kind of an outlet, that can be really difficult if they can't get the support and have some way to to build self-esteem and feel great about themselves. Talk a little bit about the, how that got you into fitness. Sure. Well, first of all, in the Chinese culture, like I said earlier, we're very humble people. And what's happening is my dad and my mom were both very shy. And one of the things, and, and I'm sure a lot of the, uh, the the listeners can relate to this, um, when we came from, from, we're Chinese, so we, we traveled from uh, Hong Kong to Cuba, and Cuba recently, you know, obviously with the uh, Cuban regime back in 1959, uh, we ended up uh, as immigrants in, in America. And then, so what happened from that point on, my parents split up right in 1960, something very, very right when we arrived. And imagine the turmoil that was going on uh, in America. Here we are leaving, in my mind, leaving uh, China because communist, going to Cuba, leaving communist, Cuba, and into America. And all of a sudden, uh, a couple of years later after arriving here, you have President Kennedy uh, get killed, you have uh, Martin Luther King, always saw the violence. So therefore, between my parents getting divorced, I had a very, very negative view of life. And plus, I was a bit overweight. Um, probably, I would say, um, what do you call that? Baby weight? You know, even though I was 10 years old <laughs> by the time I'm talking about it. But I was still getting a little. <laughs> so, so, so what's happening is that um, obviously, I, I really, you know, was very insecure. And, and thinking back after our last conversation, not only did that, what was happening around me um, help cement uh, that I was condemned 
to fail. That's exactly what my mind was, mindset was going. Uh, it was also dealing with the fact that later on with my dad's divorce, I was also today, my wife says I have ADD, okay? I didn't do well in school. So therefore, all these negative things that later on, I hear that in many, many uh, successful people, uh, but they went through the same thing. So what happened was my dad drove me to, to do martial arts. I was maybe 10 years old. And again, um, a real fast story. I, I, he, he did the right thing. But the instructors, not like the instructors today, that are very mindful of somebody who's trying to build confidence. He just didn't have the the, the business, uh, how we call it, um, steps to ensure that a child, 10 years old, can have a very, very um, positive experience on building confidence. So by me saying that is some of the things that I caught on but was missing because I did quit. And by quitting a couple weeks later, left a huge, huge emptiness. It, it, it left me very, very insecure, even further, because it just kept on reinforcing I was a quitter. Mm. So there therefore- A lot I, of negatives that you were dealing with, I can't even imagine as a kid, you're in a, an environment that was foreign to you that you had to adjust to. Your family is breaking up, so mom and dad are not together. And your dad trying to help get you into sports, which is great, and martial arts. Was your dad um, one who practiced martial arts? Or just... my dad? My dad did practice martial arts when he was younger in Hong Kong. Okay, so he That's understood the power of that for a young boy um, to have that kind of support to have that kind of skills development and to be in that kind of environment but um it just wasn't the right fit for you at that time so then what happened well what happened was that um also the reason why i did start martial arts was because um i would say if not to offend anybody in this country uh the culture was very aggressive so they were calling us names that we had never heard in our lives <laughs> you know so that's one of the biggest insecurities that we had also you know seeing that people were very uh, imagine that it, they saw me a little bit darker skin. And um, I noticed that they were reacting very, very negative to us. In my household, we never saw color skin. We, know, we never saw, my dad always looked at this world, this planet, as many different people with different jewels, different fruits. That's the way he talked about it. Fruits and vegetables, a variety needed for us to have a healthy relationship with the planet, with, with the world, with, with God. So that's the way he said. But when I arrived here, that's not the opinion of many people. So, so that's what actually got my dad to drive me to to uh, to the martial arts. And then, like I said, the first time I, I, I quit, I started later on um, learning some of my negative experiences are some of the experiences that I see other people were having at the same time. So therefore, immediately, of course, it took me much later uh, to start making me realize that I, I could help fill that need, that big void that was happening in, in a lot of people. So therefore, back in, um, when, it, when, uh, when I quit martial arts, I you know, kept home, still barely, you know, um, passing my grades. And what made me go back, I was probably around 16 years old, yes, 16 years old, when I, I was able to get a driver's license. And I realized there were several things wrong with me. Number one, I wasn't disciplined. Now, my dad was an awesome dad. I'm a great dad today because of my father. But back then, he was always working very hard to make ends meet. There was four of us. 
and he, he put me through private school. So that's the most he could do. So what happened was when I, we, um, okay, when we actually ended up uh, realizing uh, some of the mistakes that, or some of the things that I needed, I said I wanted to go back to martial arts. Number one, because I failed the first time. It was very clear in my mind. I failed. Number two, I needed discipline. I wasn't able to do certain things when I wanted to. But if I didn't study when I wanted to, I, my mom and dad were always, well, my mom was separate, was not in the house. So I never had something called a daily routine. And I'll explain to why, because in my program, I really am very heavy on daily routines. Okay? So therefore, uh, I drove my myself to the karate class, and, and I kept on it with a lot of fears. He was a tough teacher. Okay? But it made me learn one thing, okay? Of course, like the Karate Kid movie, I didn't get the hands up, off, you know, I didn't get that. What they don't realize, that the hardness and the toughness of the class, every day was I was nervous, but it showed me how strong and resilient I've been all this time, you see? So therefore, that's what that, at that time, was a great lesson for me and a great obstacle that I overcame. Because remember, he was a scary teacher. You know, he was always always talking about um, when we Americans, you know, went to Japan, you know, uh, World War II. So imagine it was definitely something that uh, really uh, affected him as as, a, as an instructor, as an individual. So this was the kind of the first time where you had like this awareness of turning negatives into positives. Like you had lived with so much fear and just insecurity in every aspect of your life, basically. Um, and now you were making this decision, um, which was a, that was a big decision for you to, to go back to martial arts, something that you'd failed at, that your memories were of being afraid of not successful, and yet you were willing to go and give it another try. And realize, <laughs> yeah, and to understand that if your life was going to be better, you had to have discipline. You had to have something had to change. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck is they stay in the fear and they worry more about not succeeding again or not ever succeeding. And, um, you know, all the things that can go wrong versus how can we turn a negative into a positive? And so that was a really incredible thing, I think, for a young man of 16 to make that kind of a decision that really set you on a path. Right. You know. Probably I can say something a little more. I'm not sure how interesting to find out people's psyche. I really had no choice. Because it's one of those things that if I didn't do it, it would always plague me of something that I didn't succeed at and I quit at. And something in the back of my mind kept on rolling in my head and saying, if I don't do this, what else would I be able to not do because of that mistake, you see? So I definitely, it's, it's, there was no other choice how to do it. So maybe that's a little less, lesson right there. You know, find out what is it that, uh, what, you know, um, how do they call it, where you failed so greatly that you have only only way up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that definitely and there's another kind of a spiritual aspect to that too. I mean, it's some of these things are destiny. Whenever you have a dream or a desire that's urging you, like it just keeps talking to you. <laughs> I talk with my clients about this a lot. Like whenever you have this thing inside you that just keeps nudging you to go do it, you can't not do it. You know, correct. You have to 
you have to um, you have to take action um, or it's just not going to leave you alone. And then it puts you on a path. I know I've had those experiences in my life, too. So um, so in martial arts, then um, you succeeded. What was the success like this time? Uh, Well, uh, definitely uh, like anything uh, like like a long road with many obstacles. Um, But one of the things that I found is uh, because he was a a Japanese teacher and uh, there was a lot of conversation. He didn't he didn't do a lot of things to bring me through the hard part. Again, it made me realize that looking back that I had to nurture myself. I had to heal myself through all my fears. And I think, like I said, I didn't realize it back then. You know, one one individual realized and said, I can do this. No, what happened was I was still a very scared child. I was still somebody who had doubts every day, um, wanted to quit every day. What made me stop wanting to quit was because I saw the other other side. You know, that if I quit now, I'm going to quit everything in my life. So again, at that time, I was full of turmoil. Don't get don't get it wrong. Looking back, it made me realize that was one of my greatest lessons. It made me realize that I can do anything I put my mind to. It. So therefore, I, I took that negative lesson, or it, it was a very positive lesson. But at the time, it felt uh, negative. Uh, it felt like I was punishing myself every day. You see, to turn around and do something. It, it formed my identity. I, I think I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think a lot of. Um... A lot of times we have a goal or we have a desire and we want it to be easy. We have in our mind, like, I'm going to go get this and make it happen. And anything worth having requires us to put in some effort, requires us to um, make those decisions, to commit to the goal, and to do those kinds of daily habits that you talk with your clients about every day now. Um, really help to mold your philosophy of how to work with your clients today, because I'm sure they walk in that gym or outdoor space, wherever you are working out on zoom and they're not motivated or they're afraid they're scared. They can't do it today or that they'll fail at their goals. And you're there to guide them and reassure them and to show them how they can do more. There's so much more to us than we know. And we tend to minimize what we're capable of when there's just so much possibility. So as you started your business, how did you begin to pull in these? Um, by the way, you began, you went on to get your black belt, right? Correct. In 1981. In 81. And which martial arts was that? Sort of karate. And then later on, I continued to Kung Fu. And I was driven to do Kung Fu simply because of those are my, my Chinese origins but I respect all the different arts, arts, just like languages. That's so beautiful. You went on to, you became a black belt, you succeeded. I mean, that's kind of the ultimate success after this feeling like such a failure and really not um, having the self-esteem or the confidence, but yet you pushed through and you continued because it was driving you to take action, to know that if you would keep going, you could succeed. And that's another really powerful lesson in turning a negative into a positive is so many people lose sight of their goal. You can't, you can't take your eye off the prize um, right. while you're going through the goo while you're in the trenches and the tough stuff. So let's kind of fast forward to the work that you're doing today, because you work with a lot of 
uh, people who come to you for a variety of things, whether they're, I can only imagine their weight, they're low on energy, they're just feeling out of shape, maybe even health reasons, um, self-esteem, lots of reasons, uh, probably even some that haven't succeeded at a lot of things and they're looking for that success and that feeling of confidence. So what are your programs like today? How is it that you've taken this negative into positive in your personal life and expanded that to be the philosophy that you share? Like I said, some of the negative things that I I didn't realize it when I formed the program. Uh, remember I told you before the karate instructor that when I was 10 years old, that didn't turn around and, um, you know, pamper me or didn't help me through the, my fears at that time. I wasn't ready yet. I, I needed help. So so he just put me in with a group class. So the first thing I do, whether it's somebody uh, through virtual or somebody in, in my group class, what I do is I put them one-on-one with me so therefore the first thing is i have them let's say that in the group class i turn around and really focus on them one-on-one for a good 20 minutes so they call it the introductory so therefore, by doing that if they do three things they're able to graduate with let's say a yellow belt okay therefore why is it important that they experience something tangible sometimes at that moment they haven't realized that they overcame oops they can't uh, experience something that they overcame. They still see themselves the same thing I did. Scared, I don't see a change, I don't see how I'm improving. So therefore, by then, tangibly get it to the next phase, congratulations, okay? Then they see that they're growing. I mean, not take them immediately, but at least they saw positive reinforcement and they see some movement in the right direction. That's one thing I did with the uh, what happened from, from before I made the program better. So what I do is the fact that a lot of my program is not based on, in the beginning, weight loss is not being whatever they came, the reason came for. It's about, first of all, showing up. It's the fact that we're really turning around and make a big deal of showing up. And what was that term that's used by executives? That you beat 90% of the competition by showing up? So that's my whole focus on, showing up. The next focus on making your daily routine called kata. So all these are all Asian kata. So therefore, what is it in the martial arts and something very different in fitness? Fitness today, they turn around and have muscle confusing, confusement, because right now they're, they're programming people to keep on buying new programs. See, so therefore I'm helping people, like my karate instructor taught me, is I'm programming my mind to, to do the boring things, to do the things that create a grind. Therefore, like a marriage, you don't wake up every morning saying, oh my God, honey, I love it. Let's keep on getting remarried. No, you have to work at it and knowing how to make it exciting. So all these concepts came in with all my negative life experience to, to put the program together and realize that people need that. Because so much of America is done um, where they're made to fail, whether it's diets uh, or selling a new program. So really billion dollars worth of marketing that confused the client already. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? That I love this approach because you're absolutely right. I think if you make it too complicated and too hard, no one will stick with it. And people need to find not everyone is going to respond <clears throat> the same to the same routine. But if they can customize it and make it their routine with your basic principles, then they'll they'll keep doing it and they'll keep coming back right. because they right. feel powerful in that um accomplishment and they feel excited about it 
and they feel like it's something that they can sustain. And yeah, with all kinds of, yeah, with all kinds of things about, um, you know, client issues that I'm helping address too. So this is really foundational and it's really key to living your best life because you can apply that in every aspect of your life. Right. To make it simple, to make it simple, if they come in from 90% of people coming in for weight loss, what's happening is in the first 30 days, all they're, um, I'm helping them with is being able to string along six workout days, speed walking, and a little bit of, of seven strength training exercises. So basically all their workout is 24 minutes. It mm-hmm. represents, 24 minutes represents one minute every hour of your day. Focus on you and focus on your focus. So it's 24 minutes. Therefore, if by doing that, and of course, depending as they keep on increasing their fitness level, the cardiovascular strength, they turn around and can burn 300 calories in their workouts. 300 calories, doesn't seem like a lot, right? It's like a, like a donut, 300 calories. So therefore, when it comes to the actual um, uh, caloric deficit, which is uh, the intake of nutrition, all we're doing is shaving off about things like soda, things like um, sugar uh, from your coffee, just certain things, not massive, um, what do you call it, um, exaggerated moves, because therefore, then that becomes a diet. So therefore, we start learning what they're seduced by, and we start weaning them of that slowly. It's a slow process for long-term results. So all in the beginning is 24 minutes, six Mm -hmm. days a week. That's it. By doing that, you're going to lose 20, 30 pounds in about 90 to 120 days. Those are results that I think anyone would be happy to get. And um, I really like the concept of 24 minutes representing one hour of one each minute, one hour of your day, because I think that just is so like, wow, that that makes it make sense in a completely different kind of way than you would think about. So, I'm trying to get them to associate. Yeah, because, you know, people lack focus now. Just get on the internet. How many times uh, has that happened to you? You get on the internet or, or Facebook, and all of a sudden you get different messages. It's done that way, right? Yeah. You know, all of a sudden you meant to go here to your email. All of a sudden something comes up, a news flash. We have no focus. So therefore, that's what the 24 represents. Yeah. And so how do you do these programs with your clients? Do you, you mentioned online or in person. So what is, um, like, what's a, I don't know if I can even use the word typical, like how, how an example of how you work with a client. Sure, sure. 99% of all my clients are online. Meaning the fact that uh, they misunderstand and they think it's going to be me doing an aerobic class in a Zoom. No, no. What that means is I noticed that, especially uh, during the pandemic, a lot of people weren't going to the gyms and that's okay. I can work with people in the gym or people just in their homes. Okay. So therefore we do something as simple as called speed walking, but we do speed walking with a heart rate monitor. So therefore they get into body fat burning. So therefore it helps them to really see that where most times they're waiting for some form of within three weeks, a drop of five, 10 pounds because that's the way the uh, American consumer is being sold, right? Oh my God, 21 pounds in 21 days. Okay. So therefore, everyone seems to misunderstand that weight loss process. So therefore, what we do is we teach them speed of walking with a heart rate monitor. So with a heart rate monitor, it tells you right there, when is it that after, after two weeks, assuming that the person hasn't worked out in a while, 
already can see that you're in body fat burning mode. And I explained it. You know, it's 65% submaximal to 92%. You stay in that range, you will lose weight. Okay. Um, and you do that one on one and in groups? It's in, uh, well, the, the typical client, we have people in Italy, we have some people in Oregon, uh, is the fact that they do it in their, um, in, in their, in their neighborhood. They do it in their, in, in their neighborhood. Uh, they do the speed walking. We have individuals that will do it, let's say, on an elliptical or on a treadmill, the same thing, but they do it on their own. What, the biggest difference, what I do, is the fact that I'm laying out an actual plan, okay, where they can sit down and think, for the next 21 days, in this phase, this is all you have to do, and that's going to give you about a, a pound uh, weight loss a week. Rather than like a traditional fitness class, like we think of, you know, going to a group or hiring a trainer one-on-one, you work with your clients to really empower them by creating this plan with them and then having check-ins with them where they're being you know, mindful and aware of their progress and what's changing for them. Daily and weekly check-ins. Now, you said something, or did you say um, um, classes, group classes? Is that what you said earlier? Yes. A couple seconds ago. Yeah, either yeah. One, one or group. That's kind of the way we think of fitness in, in the traditional right. mode. Right. Well, this is the biggest difference I found in 25 years um, doing this. The fact that when most people, when they go into, into a group class, number one, let's be realistic. Okay. When you do a group class, that is an entry-level instructor. So I remember you used to go to the, a gym that we used to belong to. That's an entry-level instructor. So therefore, what does he know? And he's not trained that way. He's basically certified. If he's lucky, if we get certified in aerobics. That's the only thing required. What does he know about a mom, single mom, who's trying to make time for herself, she uh, has two jobs, okay? Or what about an executive that is not sleeping? It's not getting to class. It's the 165 hours that in the week that is not being addressed. And that's the difference. That's where I come in, you see? Because that person can drive himself into a class. You see, now, even though the class took some type of results, but once he's there two or three weeks, I, I just recently had a girl that she's been working out from high school. She does everything for now. And so she came to me and said, now that she has a child, she's 45 years old, uh, she wasn't getting the kind of results. And so I presented my, my program. I can't believe 24 minutes. I cannot believe, oh really? You know what we tried? She said she was so shocked. She had been to all the major boutique type finishes and simply two things I did different. Hit three major muscle groups. I don't want to get too complicated. Three major muscle groups that I give you the best. She's an executive. The best return on her investment, meaning the time investment. Three major muscle groups for a woman. See, in the group class, they're not doing that. They're just giving a general workout. Okay. Number two, impact heart rate. With the heart rate, which I use with my professional models and, 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 uh, and with athletes, is the, remember, I got to produce results. So with a heart rate, immediately, she sees the change almost within the first week of her workout, how she feels different. In three weeks already, she sees three pounds difference. For somebody 
that had been working out through most of her life. She, her particular situation was not a problem of getting to work out. She was always working out. It's what to do, how to do it more effectively. That's where I come in. So what's the difference here? I give you a plan that no matter whether you go to a gym and you go to a trainer, most trainers statistically is only two years experience. Even if he's, and most trainers have their certifications online, they don't have experience. I got 25 years working with different populations, different people, different bodies, different, um, whether it's from Egypt, whether it's from Guatemala. That's why I discovered that our foods uh, uh, are processed. And that's why when they come to America, they gain weight. You see, I found, discovered that back in 1999. I love it. So for people that are listening to this, that are getting excited about the results that you can help them get, how do we get in contact with you? Sure. First of all, uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook under Al Agon. Uh, don't be scared. You see Master Agon because therefore the, the word master is really about master the possibilities. You know, so so uh, also master the routine. But anyways, Master Al Agon or Al Agon. Um, I'm, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook. Uh, my business cell phone number is 786 301 I'm definitely very, very approachable. And I would definitely love my passion is to help people because therefore weight loss um, is really just a symptom of sometimes our, our missing potential. Sometimes a symptom of unhappiness. You see? So therefore, I give you some suggestions to really make your life more rewarding. Mm. I love how you incorporate this philosophy from the the Eastern, um, you know, ways of approaching life where you treat the person as a whole person, not just as someone who's coming to you for a, a fitness class to get um, get in better shape. You really treat them from the perspective of being a whole person. Um, so we can find you on Facebook, Al Agon or Master Al Agon. Uh, what was your phone number? Would you repeat it again, Al? Sure, 786, that's the business number, 786-301-6002. 6002. 6002. Okay, 786-301-6002. Want everyone the best thing to leave a message, so, you know, uh, my my um, my manager will reach out immediately and, and connect me with them, and I'll, I'll personally uh, call them back. I will. I love that really, a nice personal touch. Um, and helping people to turn negatives into positives. And um, your experience, your breadth of knowledge, your own personal journey through fitness and um, feeling better about yourself and really stepping up to live your best life is so inspiring. And uh, people are really lucky to get to work with you. Was there something else? <laughs> sure. Uh, you had asked me earlier, and you're very, very insightful in asking me because it, it, it made me realize what this philosophy of taking something negative and positive it's it's also it's called in martial arts called tai sabaki and the tai sabaki was how we trained about it is that you may have seconds so therefore you don't for example i'm going to visually show you something you don't visually uh or necessarily block and all of a sudden you have an encounter coming forward don't mess with that the encounter is the obstacle so we were taught to sidestep it, period. Don't stick with it because the opportunity is on the attack movement forward. 
there's the opportunity. See, so therefore obstacles, people tend to stick with the obstacle, with the, the um, frustration, the disappointment, the bad deal, sidestep it. There's something of an opportunity there. So our instructor taught me, pair it and move forward, pair it and move forward. And that was the whole concept of martial arts. Wow, and what is that called in martial arts? Uh, it's called Tai Sabaki. It's the, the philosophy mm -hmm. of pairing. Don't stick with the problem. Look for the solution. Look for the attack. Yeah. Tai Sabaki. Tai Sabaki, turning a negative into a positive by focusing on what you can do and moving Correct. forward. That's so powerful. That's perfect. Al, thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited to chat with you. I always enjoy catching up with you and hearing about what you're doing. Your programs are really incredibly valuable and life-changing for people that are ready for a change, that are really, really ready to turn their negatives into a positive and step up to live their best life. Thanks so much. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Pat. Thanks. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, Thank you for joining me on Step Up to Your Best Life Now. Living your dreams has a positive ripple effect out into the world of promise and possibility for others to live their dreams too. If you love this episode, go over and leave a five-star review. For more exciting info on how to unleash your dreams and live them, go to my website, coachpatmorgan.com. And I'd love to hear what's been sparked for you as you've listened today. Drop me a note, coachpatmorgan at gmail.com. It's never too late to live your dreams.